0: Before we begin, we want to say that the discussions that take place on these podcasts are our own and do not reflect the LAPD, LAFD, or any other outside organization.
1: Some of the topics that we talk about in this podcast may be triggering to some of our listeners, so if you feel like you need any extra support, we will be linking different resources in our website and social medias. Thank you for listening, and now with the show.
0: Oh, you're listening to 911 Superfan vs. Pyrrha Snow. I'm Catherine Kidcap or Snow White. I'm Megan or Buck. Today we're talking about episode 12 titled Chimney Begins. It was directed by Jennifer Lynch. It was written by Erica L. Anderson and it first aired March 25th, 2019. It has an IMDb rating of 8.6 out of 10.
1: And how are we feeling about this episode? I want. You to guess, and I'll tell you at
0: the end. I don't want to say because I, you okay. You originally texted me and you said I would have a lot of opinions on it, or you thought so.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that I uh logged onto the Zoom and you were crying or finishing crying tells me a lot. So. It really shouldn't
0: because I cry every time someone on screen cries. So interesting. Yeah, have I not said this before? I've cried multiple times in nine one one, or at least teared up. This one was because Jim just kept crying, and then I just was like, "Well, shoot, I'm gonna. This is not gonna be great. I do sound a little weird still because I'm still a little like chomped up from the crying, but it's fine.
1: It's okay, totally okay. fine. Let's see. I, I'm gonna guess you maybe gave it seven out of ten or six.
0: Those are very different.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like. That's, that's what I'm going for with initial ratings, but I feel like you, you were very worried about Chim this entire episode. Okay. That's kind of where I feel like you may have been going. I don't know for sure. I could be completely wrong. So you think I rated it higher? No, I think you rated it maybe mid to lower, depending on how it affected you.
0: Mid to lower. All right. All
1: right, the summary then and we'll just keep going I'll tell you at the end all right well this is quick and easy (laughs) after Chimney was stabbed by Doug 911 decided to take a look at how Chimney became a part of the 118
0: oh I also wanted to say one thing before we begin this is Chimney Begins you said that Hen Begins is your favorite of uh, your favorite of the Begins series
1: Mm, maybe I did but there was a different Begins that was much better than everything mine is Buck Begins. Buck Begins. Maybe you said Hen was your least favorite. That sounds more like something I would say. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I loved Buck Begins. Okay. Eddie's was, yeah, but like, this one was like, getting pretty close to Buck Begins, honestly. Like, this is probably second or third for me. Okay. We might need to do a,
0: like a, like a Begins episode. After we've seen all of them arranging.
1: Ooh, okay. So, I thought this was hilarious. A sleeved blanket. Did did he mean a snuggie?
0: (laughs) Yeah, most of his actual, like, ideas that he was
1: suggesting have become quite big. Yeah, honestly, when I was watching that, I was like, I wonder, the first person who really came up with a snuggie, right? Like, what were they told when they, like, tried to market the idea?
0: Probably something similar.
1: Yeah, you I'm know, like, oh, why would you do that? Just don't be lazy. <laughs> but honestly, props to Chim, you know, because it is definitely really hard to, like, suggest something when you know that all you're going to get is, like, critique that's negative. I think
0: being entrepreneurial, oh, oh my goodness, being entrepreneurial. I can say yeah. that word. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Glad you can't. No, I can't. I really can't. But anyway, <laughs> it's a hard mindset to go through. And just like the funding processes, there's a lot that goes into it. And I've worked on a couple of like startups and a couple of tried to get a couple of ideas funded. And it's the worst feeling in the world we all about let me tell you so the fact that he's already he goes through this like every month is very shocking to me
1: but also makes sense yeah I mean because we know Chim and Chim is very passionate about no. whatever he sets his mind to so yeah. it makes sense that he wouldn't mind going back again and again till it worked
0: yeah um
1: but personally like I don't have experience being an entrepreneur but I do have a YouTube channel and from that part, I do understand just trying to be unique and trying to grab people's attention with ideas is just very challenging.
0: I mean, there's a lot more to it, though, than what he was suggesting. Right, right, right. So I'm like, I, I feel like he, he doesn't, he's like very, what's the word, like, idealistic about what he can achieve, which is nice, but also not very good for a businessman and hard for a yeah. startup, especially if you're going to look for funding. So
1: yeah, because you need a lot to more. start smaller, you know, and
0: then work your way up. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, like you have to have more of a what are the cost
1: breakdowns?
0: How much is gonna this gonna take me? I feel like you just oh, like, that's
1: your uh, area of expertise. Isn't that what you're going to school for? No, that's not what I'm going to school for. But nice try. Um,
0: <laughs> it's not anywhere
1: close to what I'm going to school
0: for. But nice try these are things I've done in the past. Yeah, Meg, what a fake friend. You don't even know what I'm going to school for.
1: Wow. Wow. I don't know how to describe what you do. It's very hard for me because I'm not doing any of that. So I'm just like, I'm confused.
0: I at least semi know where you're going. I'm not doing anything in business. I'm kind of shocked. I'm not a business. I've never been a business person. I guess I did econ for a while, but I wasn't like on the business side of econ either.
1: But okay, moving on. We're taking way too long on this. Yeah, but no, Now I'm like really
0: disappointed in you, Meg. What kind of friend are you? Oh my goodness. (laughs) She knows nothing except things that I say on this podcast, I guess. Okay, I think we have to have like another conversation about our lives. Anyway, (laughs) going on to the bar, to the bar.
1: I mean, I love that Chim was singing, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's definitely something he brought with him into the future, for sure, with, like, Maddie and stuff. But I thought it was interesting how he had a friend who, you know, was basically, like, his ride or die.
0: Yeah, I wasn't
1: expecting that. Right? Like, it always felt like Hen was his ride or die. But, you know, it was nice to know that Kevin was someone he could, you know, bounce ideas off of, someone who could like, motivate him, whatever he needed. It's just like, you know, do something. Or I didn't see it so much for Hen exactly. I think that their
0: relationship hit me very differently versus him and Hen. In that, him and Hen seem very much like, it's like a weirder, like, scoldy type of relationship it doesn't feel like partner mm. in crime which is what kevin and um Chim's relationship fall a little bit more to me yeah like hen would help you but i think hen would have a lot of opinions and very like distinct we need to pivot away and do it a little bit more realistically i think with anything that she and okay. um like she she'll give more like constructive criticism where i feel like yeah, okay. kevin felt more of like if shim suggested something he'd be like all right sounds good let's do it and then they just hop right into it which okay. you, you have some of those friends and they were you know younger obviously they didn't have much they weren't doing anything they were working at a bar i thought kevin yeah. owned the bar though but apparently he doesn't i did
1: too like or was like some higher up um but yeah Like, he definitely came off that way, but it was really um, interesting that, like, they were really trying to figure out their lives together, and Sham was just like, you know, I want to sign, and then that whole thing, right, with the conversation, definitely was more of a well-played version of that, because sometimes when it leads right into that, it's not always played off so well, you Mm know?
0: You mean like like Hens?
1: Yeah. Right, like but this one was just like it felt very natural for it to go like that because just considering the uh, the actors who played like, you know, the other bartenders and just like knowing their kind of vibe, it's like, "Oh, yeah, like you're really being an idiot right now."
0: Yeah. I see it.
1: Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, I'm also kind of surprised that like when they get home right, and they're, like, talking about this, um, you know, Kevin's, like, yeah, I signed up, too.
0: <laughs> I wasn't surprised. Basically, the yeah. minute he came on screen, I knew his fate. It's not that hard. 911 doesn't even make it that hard anymore. I feel like the minute you introduce a new character, I'm, like, bruh.
1: I mean, for I can say, yeah, for the most part, but, I mean, there are still some times I actually cannot, like, guess what's gonna happen especially with how we've been like breaking down all like season one and now season two right like in season six there have been stuff that I'm just like I didn't even think that was gonna happen and I'm literally going into it with your kind of mindset thank you very much and it's there are some kind of surprises but it's definitely like sort of but doesn't bug me It's very interesting but I think it's more because I just care about the quality of acting for me and how it like hits you in the feels.
0: Yeah there are some themes that are a little bit more serious I think for a lot of Mm 911. I can't speak very much on acting because I don't know much about acting. I think though they do a fine job so I'm not gonna like be like I don't want to be like, oh my god, I think they're amazing cuz I have no idea how to judge amazing acting and I don't want to. Yeah.
1: It was interesting, but I always love that there's like in like an Asian, you know, on-screen family, there's always the one where it's like, "Oh, great job." Like, you know, go do that. And then there's the other one that's like, "Why are you even doing this?" Like, "Are you okay?"
0: <laughs> I think it was an interesting um, dynamic.
1: Okay, please
0: because expand on that. I don't think it's accurate, just based on my own experiences, based on like, the experiences of the families around me, the people that I know or knew, um, and their family dynamics. It's not like that in a lot of East Asian households, I guess I should say. Um, oh, I guess for our listeners, because you've never seen us before, I am East Asian. I don't know if that will make a difference oh anyway it doesn't feel realistic to me like it feels very much like not immigrant parents like they've been in the country for a very long time Their parents probably very westernized
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: that happens for a lot of like they're like oh they're like immigrant families and I'm like okay but you guys are like very westernized <laughs> We don't tell each other. We're proud of each other. Like, good for you. That doesn't really happen. Oh. They just kind of say like, okay, good to know. you making money. Sounds great. And that's like kind
1: of <laughs> how. It I
0: is. Know. Yeah. Oh. So I, I I just can't.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just like the the people I'm around, and you know, like whether it's family, friends, or just like people I've seen. You know, it's a lot. Of just, like, you know, some people are, like, you know, it's cool for them to go explore. But then there's also the other people who are, like, oh, why are you doing that? Like, you can't do that. But it's, like, they're doing that. So why can't I do that?
0: Yeah. I think it was very sibling-like, though. Like, when your parents were, like, like that works for one kid. It doesn't work very much for you, though. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and it was that's, also, like, that weird, funny. like, there was that. But there was, like, that. It felt weird because it was also, like. He's not their kid, so they felt a little bit more okay
1: with him doing it, kind of. Like, I love that Kevin's mom really took Chimney under their wing.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, though, that also it's because they've known Chimney for so long, and he's been very, or at least it's implied, especially from the beginning, that he's been so, like, directionless. Like, it was good that he had a direction, whereas yeah. Kevin seemed to have more, like right? He was working at the bar, he knew what he wanted to do kind of thing, and then all of a sudden he's like, and now I'm fire- gonna be a firefighter, and then his parents are like, wait, what What just happened? Like, yeah. for Chim that makes sense, but for him, it's kind of random. I tried not to make it like he was too much of an outsider, but that for a little bit I was just like, feels like Chim's an outsider.
1: Oh, for sure. Okay, well, speaking of the being a firefighter, I love that they- you know, kept the same guy who was training hen to train. I wrote him. that
0: too, and then my second thought was was that the same scene? Like did they just reuse footage? I mean I would, not gonna lie. If he's gonna do yeah. the same speech, I would reuse footage.
1: Oh for sure. Um but it felt like it felt different too in the way where it's like Ken was determined, but Chim was kind of, like, a little confused, but determined, but, like, scared. Like, it, there's too many feelings for Chim, but also he was, like, going for it.
0: I didn't feel any of those things. I felt excited for Chim. Mm. Like, he found his calling, and he's proud that he
1: gets to do it. Yeah, no, I mean, wow. Maybe I'm just, like, really reading into it because of the acting thing, and I'm like, okay, this is what he might be thinking, or is this what they're going for? wow I'm doing too much <laughs> I have like
0: very positive feelings going into this
1: mm, yeah
0: sometimes I go really? into it I mean I usually go into it trying not to be like not to let anything in my feelings get into me but yeah. I have like a very like all right this seems like it'll be a kind of fun episode because like the Chim and Kevin dynamic really at the beginning pushed me towards that thinking that it'd be like it was gonna be good and then the training montage where the two of them were kind of like hey we're gonna keep going it felt like more like of a positive kind of theme
1: to it yeah um especially like you know just like them watching each other during the training was great but i felt a tinge of sadness when they like got into different houses no, oh i saying. didn't
0: because i knew he was gonna die and i knew that he was gonna have a great experience and shim wasn't because um mr douchebag is back oh I... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait wait i can't even call him, i shouldn't call him mr douchebag because he's a captain captain douchebag was back captain. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: oh he wasn't God. as bad as he
0: was to to hand, though okay. to be fair
1: But you know i feel like that's kind of what we were talking about you know like being a woman in a man's world is definitely oh a lot harder so he is a man. so it is a less but it's still there yeah but Um, I like that he
0: was like testing himself and he was like he was making the most of his opportunity even though he's what they call them a probie some probation
1: yeah you know and I think that was something I kind of took into like my personal life was just like watching how determined he was He didn't know what was going on. Like, why were they icing him out? You know, why couldn't he go on calls? But he was just like, oh, I guess I'm going to try to see how fast I can get into my suit, how fast I can, like, learn these things. That motivation was very inspiring. Honestly, that was my favorite part of that montage, I guess.
0: I do like the idea, like, take the most, take advantage of your situation and always try to. So I like that.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's because he's just always worked with people who... I guess, overlook him, you know? And he's just used to being the underdog. And so I felt like this wasn't so much a surprise for him. It was more just like, okay, I guess we're here again. Because with Hen, I felt more of like a frantic type of feeling, you know, because like, she was like trying, she wasn't like Shim where he's just trying to push himself, but then he also knows when to work on himself. It was just more, Hen was just confused, I guess.
0: I think there was a more obvious disdain for him based on personal characteristics than there was for chim. Mm. so i think okay. that that was like the big difference there and i think okay. chim he's not a woman he's not gonna he's not gonna immediately think i'm pretty sure this is like a sex thing you know yeah i do like that he's kind of the uh, did i call him i feel like i must have called him an energizer bunny at some point
1: Maybe. That sounds kind of familiar. That sounds...
0: (laughs) But he, like, has all this energy, and he, like, needs to put it somewhere. And I think that that was, like, a very good, like, way to do it.
1: I know. And, like, you know when um he was having, like, dinner with, like, Kevin's parents and Kevin, right? And, like, how he would just listen to all the calls because they weren't letting him go on the calls, but they kind of bought that he was doing something even when he wasn't. So I thought that was very... What's the word I'm looking for? Very... Good at improvising i guess you know just kind of save face i guess i don't know what i'm looking for here i think it was like a good
0: like supportive move in that okay like, kevin's already telling all these stories so i don't need to like he played it off as he didn't need to tell you more stories because kevin's mm. already covered it so i think he played yeah. it off well
1: yeah especially when he was like oh you know just the casual jumper
0: yeah i don't know if there was like a safe base necessarily for him but it was more like he knew he could play it off so that no one had asked him a question. Yeah. This is different than when he was doing with Tatiana, I guess. It's my big. Tatiana, he just told a blatant lie.
1: Oh my gosh. That was.
0: Okay, she didn't tell her blatant lies. He stole a story, but he didn't do that with okay.
1: Ken. Yeah. What do I have here? Oh, number seven. That captain is an ass. Yeah, definitely.
0: That's it. It was just
1: very. Ugh, too much. I love Chimney's Dancing, by the way. Definitely needs to do more of that. Yeah. What else? Oh. When that couple came in and the husband was complaining about chest pains.
0: Yeah, I knew it was gonna be a panic attack, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was nice to see how calm that Shimmy could be. And yeah. I while I don't like how some of the cinematography was worked because it felt very much like shim like of like a self centered kind of filming wise. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I just didn't like too many of the like close ups and the circling. Yeah. The circle three sixty shots. I didn't really like I don't like those. I don't like I feel Absolutely. like that makes you feel like... It makes you feel like the, the character's in the center of the universe. And for me, there was that one thing that Shim said about being useful. He didn't say anything about this. He was like, with the fire, he felt useful. It wasn't like he wanted to be the hero. I mean, that's part of it, I guess. He enjoyed it. He did not, die, yeah. right? He's... What is it? He's Mr. April,
1: I think. Yeah, I think it was April.
0: Yeah, it's not like he doesn't enjoy it. But at the same time, his first thought was, it's good to be useful. I think that's, like, that one felt very much, like, it was being of use, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't really understand camera angles like that, just because I, I feel like I'm looking at it more from, like, a character analysis, more mm. than like how this looks like on the grand scheme of things so that is definitely an interesting thought
0: yeah i i know more about camera angles and positioning than than acting so those are my <laughs> thoughts <laughs> but, that, yeah. those are also of course my opinions i don't know. like yeah the dp would have to come up and talk to us about it or the director would have to come on and talk to us about it feel free to do so Shameless love.
1: i would definitely like to you know hear from Kenneth Choi about like his acting choices. Yeah, his, uh, this was a great episode, just character wise. I I felt it. You know, it wasn't like the other one where it felt forced. Mm-hmm. Like this, just felt very much chimney, probably even Kenneth. So mm-hmm. it was nice. Yeah, did we talk about Chim's dad? Oh, I was just about to get there. Also. Did you know Chimney apparently has a half-sibling, Albert?
0: Yeah, no, not surprising. And then stepmom's kind of a butt. And the dad's like, do you need money? It's because you need money. But then it makes me wonder how long he's been with he's been the gone. Mm-hmm. And how long his mom has passed away. Because Albert was at least like 10 or 11.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. Gotta be careful what I say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so we were going to see Albert again. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but i <I'm> trying to. <laughs>
0: no blanket
1: denials. Okay. Hey, I I don't know what else I'm gonna say here. Um, I, let's just say like I do appreciate that he had Kevin's mom to lean on. You know. Yeah. With everything that was going on, and it seemed like Kevin's mom knew the extent of the family dynamic, you know, and the fact how you know his dad treats Chin. So it was nice that he could have someone to validate his feelings. That was very important for him. Maybe because
0: I'm, maybe I'm just like a sad cynic where I'm like, Asian parents don't really tell you they love you or they're like, it's not like a big thing. And then the mom was
1: like, we love you, your are family. And then I was like, you just usually are like, your are family. Honestly, I think it hits different when it's like a family friend, you know? Like, I feel like you're more likely to hear things like that. Um, and then you can or can't hear that your parents love you depending on what kind of family you come from. Like, I feel yeah. like that just really, but it's nice to know that from a family friend perspective, they were very open and welcoming, even emotionally. Um, you know, because that has to be really hard raising someone else's kid.
0: I think so, but again, it makes me wonder like, how long has he been there? Um, and these people didn't show up at least we didn't see them when he had the rebar stuck in his head so I was like is it there's obviously like some sort of disconnect there and I know that Kevin asked oh sorry were we not supposed to say we probably shouldn't have said that but
1: um you already said that earlier like oh I did okay cool yeah sorry
0: I'm, (laughs) I'm doing great but like I guess there was some sort of disconnect there but it made me feel like at least his mom would like mrs lee would have been there for him and it's kind of like i feel like it was like a weird rewrite of a history that i didn't like and where they're like is there anyone else we can call and then what is it i think bobby was like no we're all the family he needs or something like that when tatiana because
1: he doesn't talk about that side of his family i feel like
0: mrs lee would be someone i would like introduce to but i guess you also like there's no like bring your mom to work day
1: Right? Like, um, hi, Mrs. Lee. This is my girlfriend, Tatiana. I feel like you'd have to, right?
0: If, if he was, like, really interested in it, he would have taken yeah. them. Because those are, like, the closest thing to parents that he has. Oh, for sure. I'm very curious if they're going to do more with that relationship. It was nice. I just don't think that it's realistic. It feels very, it feels very, like, I keep using the word westernized, but that it, it, you don't see it ever have you watched a korean drama they don't do that in korean dramas in korean dramas moms are so mean.
1: interesting i've actually never watched a korean drama
0: oh my goodness the moms are brutal it's not even funny really (laughs) yeah there's a lot of korean dramas where like the mom is brutal there's a lot of other ones where they're like quite nice to their children but you don't really like i don't feel like you hear a lot of like i love you You're, you're doing like sometimes like you're doing good i'm very proud of my kid but you don't hear like I love you. Yeah, but the, also recently, all the, like, parents I've seen in Korean dramas have been, like, very dramatic and not great parents. So,
1: back to the 118. Yeah, when Shim walks back in the firehouse, getting stares. Oh, okay, number two. Shim likes movies. Kat, you'd be great friends with him.
0: We said that at the very beginning. The first Yeah, episode. but, like,
1: now it got confirmed that you would definitely be great friends with Jinny. No, I think that
0: throughout they've been very obvious about like Chim's a big movie person, right? He brings Maddie a movie. So he's like, you've never seen Die hard. a Die Hard yeah. or Die Hard's the best Christmas movie or whatever. Yeah, um, he makes a lot of like movie based jokes. He would be me in this podcast. He would be like, oh, I've seen sure. that. <laughs> I've seen it done before. I know how it is.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ooh. and then when he was like trying to talk to like that one coworker. But I'm glad Eli came and like helped them out.
0: Where was Eli when Hen was like there? I just, I mean, I'm glad that Chim had this like mentor. I really think that a lot of the things that we do in life um really depend on the people who are around you, and I think that it's good that Chim had Eli. And hen sure. didn't have anybody, but I guess she kinda had jim if she wanted Jim. Oh she had Athena. What am I talking about? She had like yeah. a she had Athena.
1: Yeah, but not someone who is in the field, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And but she like she she was okay with Jim, at least. She yeah. had a chip, but
1: I feel like Eli would have been a good support for her, but he's, he wasn't there when yeah. she started. I don't know. That's kind of sad, but you know, it was it was nice because, like, Shem was like, you know, I'm not a paramedic, but then Eli's like, well, you're not much of a firefighter either. Either, oh my god, I can't talk right now. Um, but it was very, very sweet that he really stepped out of his way to like teach him the ropes.
0: Yeah, and then like he like, I think you could do this well. Maybe you aren't yeah. meant to be a firefighter, but I think you could do paramedic. It's one of those like yeah. I see potential in you you might think it's another path but let me show you this one Jessica
1: I like that I've definitely had my share of like running into those people Mm -hmm. you know um whether it's for my current career or whether it's like with acting and things like that like people who have just solidly been like you know hey you're actually not that bad but you know just like work on this or like it's very, very encouraging, honestly, to have people in your corner like that, because then you're like, dang, there's so many possibilities out there. Like, I'm not just stuck in this one thing. Yeah. Yeah, science makes rock and roll. It
0: was good. It was good. And it was really funny. I did like those cut scenes where he was just like sitting back and being like, ah, let, the, let yep. the pro be tried. Like, he was still yeah. like, very calm about it. He's like, you got to improvise the job. Anyway. On that note, on that positive note, we never really end on positive notes. I feel like we always end on like me freaking out.
1: Something like that. Or me saying something (laughs) Yeah weird. Okay. Jennifer
0: Love Hewitt's husband. I cannot. I cannot. (laughs) She wasn't even in the sense. There's a couple of Maddie voices, I think. But anyway, let's take a break. We'll be back after this interview. You're listening to 911 one Superfan versus Pura Snow. I'm Kat, that's Meg, and we are talking about Eli and Shem's conversation. Back of fire drug. Uh, the paramedic truck.
1: Ambulance. There we go. We know where that. it's today. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my... It is it an ambulance? It is an ambulance.
0: Okay. I don't know why I just, like, <laughs> didn't assume that the red paramedic truck... I just keep thinking of it as a paramedic truck, not really, like... An ambulance. Yeah,
1: because there was a gurney in it and everything. Yeah, but I mean they're paramedic.
0: They have to they have to do that. But I guess I don't know why I didn't think that.
1: It's okay. But I do love that despite everything that Jim has learned about being a paramedic, it still bugged him that people weren't talking to him. Yeah, you know, and the fact that like Eli was just like you know it's bigger than trying to get on the same page. It's about like proving that you can have their back, which honestly makes a lot of sense especially in a line of work that requires so much trust you Mm -hmm. know they want to know that like you're actually going to be there and it's a solid relationship not just like a superficial we know our personal like I don't know hobbies and stuff but you can't save my life when I need it and
0: he's also on probation right so they don't really know if he's going to stick around I think yeah. they kind of touched on it a little bit in the hen episode where they're like, We don't think you're gonna stick around because most women don't stick around. But I think this one I can see the parallels, I guess. Yeah. And I think what Eli says is valid, but I also think that the people who work at the one eighteen are extreme buttheads. Like I don't think that's normally how it would be at a like they would they would obviously I die. hope not. They'd be more like hesitant, but I feel like Kevin had a lot more opportunities at the one thirty three. That yeah. helped him prove himself pretty quickly. Versus the one eighteen didn't give him. Oh,
1: like. But honestly, I feel like that also goes to like the captain, right? Like the captain was very in his own world, and like basically everyone there was white. You know, yeah. like everyone was white. There was no diversity. There was no like, oh, different is okay. It's just like you know, we have this criteria this is the only people will pay attention to and you know I was just like that's so not okay that's so unprofessional you know because LA is such a diverse area there's so many kinds of people here and like everyone wants to be part of a team like that so you can't just restrict it to just guys or white guys like everyone is part of this team yeah I will
0: say that is the one thing where I I don't want to immediately jump to it because it's very obvious they're trash people. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're racist trash people because with both Hen and Chim, Mm -hmm. I don't think their race played as much into it for their behavior. It was mostly she's a woman and he's new. I like to think, I will say this though, I like to think that that they're decent enough but they are quite trash people. I'm glad nobody made racist jokes. I guess I should say that. I'm glad nobody made a racist joke because if they yeah. did, I would be like super extreme. I like to hope that if you live in LA because it's so diverse, you're not a racist draft man or woman. I just always assume things. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, men.
1: Not really. Yeah, but honestly, like, I think it was just pretty clear that like the captain was really leading the vibe of his team. Yeah, you know, and they fully really followed through with that, which was unfair to hand to Chimney, and everyone who came after them.
0: Yeah, I will say, I do think that though, you're right, though, like most of the people, if not all of them, were um, are white men, and I think that yeah. that was important for this is gonna sound weird, but like extreme diversity because you can tell that she different. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't want to assume. I don't like to assume that you're more than one trash human, even though I know Captain Douchebag is a douchebag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, I believe Captain Douchebag is racist. I just, because remember the other two also were kind of like, a eh, hen's okay, hen's all right. I don't yeah. want to believe everybody
1: in that is racist. Captain Douchebag is No, racist. I don't think yeah. it's racist. It's more like, I mean, sometimes it felt like they were leaning towards being racist, but it also felt like they were just following their captain.
0: Yeah, their captain is Captain
1: Douchebag. I'm literally, I don't even care about his name. That is his name. <laughs> wow, I feel like you're gonna write in the Wikipedia of this. <laughs> Episode 12, Captain Douchebag. I think I've seen
0: him before too, though.
1: I just, every time I look at him, I'm
0: like, I'm pretty sure I've seen you before and you're like a nice old man, but every time I look at him now I can't see anything. <laughs> but Captain Captain Douchebag. <laughs> He does it really well, though. He does it really well. And I do like how they had the, the mud shoes scene again. That was, that was pretty good. I don't know. if it, I yeah. don't think it was a callback. but I know.
1: No, but, like, it was definitely, you know, that's something I've been noticing just in general about anyone who plays, like, a really bad guy, but then they're also, like, a good guy somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, because... I mean, I saw that yesterday watching like an old episode of like one of these shows. And I was like, oh, I saw this one from Nine One One Lone Star because we're not gonna watch that, right? And I was like, he was bad in Lone Star and tried to do this to someone, but he's like kind of nice here. I'm so confused. I think that
0: I've also been told this is like a very much like when you watch a lot of television and you don't really care kind of attitude toward it. So maybe that's yeah. why. But I also am just like i feel like i do it too much i do it too often and people get annoyed because that's not the point but i'm like i gotta get it out and then i can focus on right it's like when i watch black panther and like did i tell you this i I think i told you the story during black panther there's one scene where it's angela bassett julia louis dreyfus and then the other one was richard schiff who's currently on the good doctor um he was also on the west wing And basically, it was, like, the three of them kind of going back and forth. And I think there was one French guy, but I didn't recognize him. But it was, like, those three. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, it's TV royalty. And then I was, like, okay, this is a movie. I can't do that. (laughs) But then after that, I was, like, fine. But I first was, like, it's Athena.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Why is is Athena on the big screen? Someone tell me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I was... Try. But every time I see Julia when we drive up, I can I can never remember the character's name. Elaine, that's her name. I was mm. like Yeah, because I was that like Zineville cool. lady. Because every time yeah. I just see the I see the soup Nazi one. I think she was so good. And oh then Richard Schiff I like, oh my gosh, good doctor. Oh anyway. Unimportant, but I did like have like that five seconds of, Holy crud
1: nuggets. I didn't swear. I didn't swear. <laughs> I didn't swear. I didn't swear. I tried so hard. <laughs> Pretty sure you said the F word maybe a couple minutes ago. I did not. Not on
0: oh. Not on here.
1: Not on here. Okay. I was like, it almost sounded like you did. I was just like. Not,
0: not today, Meg. I've been so good so far. You
1: have been so good. I'm impressed. Yes. Thank you. I am too. Um, to the
0: apartment fire.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. That was really sad. But also I like that it was almost a callback to when chimney and kevin were both like practicing Mm -hmm. right yeah and they were looking at each other and venting but it was like a good vibe kind of scene and then this one was like i'm glad kevin did what he did because it was the right thing to do but also like it sucks that he was the one who had to do that and not someone else
0: i think it really exemplifies like how much you choose whether or not to put your life on the line it's lit- like you saw he literally had that like moment and he jumped in when shim was yeah. like and shim could see it on his face because they were just like that close together you know what i mean it was nice to oh
1: see. yeah because like when you have that like eye contact level that you don't even have to say a word and you already know that was that was pretty intense honestly like
0: but when they when they got to that fire when they got to that fire and this is like his first fire i immediate that was Kevin's going to die. He's going to see him on top of the roof. They're going to be like, buddy, buddy, and then bye-bye. So when they got there, I was like mentally prepared for it. I was not prepared for
1: afterward. The entire funeral sequence
0: bawled my my eyes out.
1: No, I promise I bawled my eyes out too the second time I watched that. And also like the 20th time I've watched that. It's sad every time. And with the hat, with the hat. I know and then like when his tears were like flowing when he was like ringing the bell oh my gosh that was a great scene oh my gosh please don't cry I won't
0: I won't I I won't to be fair I was gonna watch it more in-depthly but I was crying too much to really notice anything because I was like he's dead I know he's dead but he's dead it was like one of those like I knew it happened I just Mm -hmm. couldn't anyway yeah oh here it says um well it was so sad but also predictable.
1: Okay, I haven't done my daily dose of, uh, spoiling.
0: Oh, no, (laughs) I don't want
1: it. (laughs) Why? Let's just say it comes back in season six. Oh. Stop talking about season six.
0: That's so far away. Let's get through, like, three and four first, and then you can go
1: back to season six. I can't even remember season one. You think I'm gonna remember this from season six? (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. That's literally the only thing playing on my TV... Um, rewatch every- the other seasons. <laughs> I do try to rewatch the other seasons. Okay, let's let's not talk about other seasons or else I might spoil something because there's other stuff. <laughs> oh, oh no 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 you forgot when Shim and like the parents like were at the hospital. Oh we yeah totally missed that, that one oh I could not I
0: appreciated that their first thought was to go to Jim for comfort, that they didn't immediately, like, turn on him, because they also yeah. knew how much he meant to, um, I'm gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. It's gonna be fine. I, liked, I really did like the Kevin and, uh, I am gonna cry. This is not good. The Kevin and Jim okay. dynamic, and I also do, like, appreciate that they were a family unit, and mm-hmm. even though there was, like, some of it where I was kind of, like, Jim feels kind of like an outsider I think that scene really like solidified for me that like their immediate thought was to like hug Jim
1: yeah like so Jim is one, one of right. them which was very nice you know yeah. it, felt, it felt like the 118 in the present but he kind of had the 118 back then too which is great
0: yeah you know the vibe so especially for me because I couldn't imagine Shim's family because it wasn't really talked about so it was nice yeah. to kind of see like behind the scenes a little bit more with who he has and like what they mean to him even though they i mean i i thought that they would like immediately blame him and it's glad i'm really glad to see. i mean they do kind of and that's that's later we'll talk about that later but it was nice like in that immediate moment they like hugged him because they knew like they had to get them together i'm not crying it's totally fine oh it's okay i liked kevin anyway I can't I need to stop getting attached to the characters though who I know are gonna die because this is this is not the first time to (gasps) step.
1: Yeah, but you know, I mean it's hard not to get attached to Kevin. You know, Kevin was like so likable. He's likeable. I also
0: hate when they ruin friendships. Not because it was like a bad friendship, but because he dies.
1: Like he's not there anymore. I know, it's literally like Grace. There we go. We got a Gray's Anatomy reference. Oh, well, we
0: were so good at not doing it today. Okay. <laughs> I
1: okay, We needed at least one. Um,
0: now to Adita
1: I love that this was a great story arc for Chim. Yeah. He needed this, like, redemption, you know? And also the fact that the person he saved was the one person he couldn't talk to. I love that.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you never know. You have to have your teammates back no matter what. And I think this was a good time to exemplify that and that he could figure it out, that it was nothing that he could.
1: Yeah, like, you know, the fact that the captain was kind of just like brushing it off because of course, of course, Jim doesn't know anything because he's just, you know, an idiot probie, right? But it was nice that like, you know, when he was like um, screaming, like, get back, get back. And like, everyone listened to him, but Captain Douchebag.
0: I think it took Captain Douchebag a little too long,
1: you know? But I think that was the same
0: with um, some of the things that hen some of the calls hen made. It took him way too long to then like accept it. Which is why I think those like those add up to like so okay, but I will say I do appreciate the show and their continuity because Captain Douchebag, even though he is a douchebag, is like the cap he was the captain for when Hen was there and obviously Chen was there before him. I mean before her and the captain was supposed to be there before. So I like that they still have the continuity and the other dude that he saved was also in the chip epi- uh the hen episode
1: yeah Kinnard. yeah, yeah.
0: i don't well, remember he... if eli was because there was a second
1: no no eli was not when there when hen was there
0: okay because there were like two dudes in the hen episode who like followed captain dude's back like there was a, there were three of them
1: no but i don't know the other two but i know for sure Kinnard was there for sure. okay I definitely recognize his face um he has a name but, <laughs> yeah i looked at his like name tag
0: oh okay okay yeah <laughs> yeah no bro it took me like three episodes to learn hen's name so
1: yeah um, and i liked him oh. <laughs> i know um but i was gonna say um you know like when chen was having that ptsd flashback but then it was also going back to when he was actually stabbed in the real world i liked how they like put that together
0: it was done okay i think
1: i mean it could have been better
0: yeah i i, I just was like kind of confused by it so i'm hoping that the next episode will do a little bit more yeah and
1: i assume that's like oh i know the next episode is oh. even better than this one in terms of like drama.
0: i just assume that this is important also because the lease will come back into play and some other maybe maybe um what's his face eli will come back and talk to him or something so I, I feel like there's some of the some of the background information that you need because it's kind yeah. of a ra- it's still kind of a random place i really don't want them to i kind of want them to but i don't really want them to <laughs> where he's like on the brink of death and then he sees kevin i feel like it's a trope that's been overdone but if they do it well i will fall it. So I can't, I don't want them to do it unless they're going to do it really well. And then if they do it really well, I'm going to be a sobbing mess. I hate it. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> that sounds scary.
0: But I'm curious to see how that would go.
1: No, that makes sense. Um, You know when like uh, Chim had like a cup in his hand, right? And then it turned into blood? Yeah. Like I was like, hold on. This is like when Bella was drinking blood in Twilight. It It was like a pretty similar shot. But it was closer, like, it was, like, Breaking Dawn, part one or part two. Yeah, I'd assume
0: the insert shots.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I was just, like, wow, that was a very familiar shot. But it was good. And then when he was talking to Eli, I feel like Hand It Off was such a great line.
0: I, like, go give care. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because he was doing, like, this whole thing about, like, caring for yourself before caring for others. Yeah. And that you have to care for yourself to care for others.
1: Yeah, it's a very healthcare um, mindset, healthcare practitioner mindset. Yeah,
0: yeah, I see that. But, like, if you don't take care of yourself, it's really hard to take care of others. Exactly. So in order to give care, you've got to take care, you know?
1: Exactly. Dang, you are just on fire today. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here all month. Love it.
0: (laughs) I'll be here forever.
1: Um, But I don't know, I just, I just really related to um, that handed offline, because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something like I even like using now, Mm -hmm. you know, just because it's very much like, um, when you're stressed, like you can't just keep the stress in you. You have Mm -hmm. to either like, put it into art, talk to someone, do something about it, but you can't just keep dwelling on it, because then you'll never be able to do whatever else you need to do.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, that felt very like, master telling his student yeah i see that oh shim's new house which I is miss- his current house i like that mrs lee went to check in on him you know and mrs lee telling him that shim helped kevin find his purpose i thought that was very sweet
0: yeah and i think that it does come off a little bit um when kevin goes and tells the stories like he really did like his job yeah And he like worked hard to make sure that he could save that The pregnant woman, like he made that decision, right?
1: Yeah, and it like it really showed, and I think it's always nice when you like get inspired by someone to like do something because then you're more likely to work a lot harder than if you just found it yourself because there's like that connection where you're like, I have to do it because they showed me I could do it. Yeah. Dang, I'm getting a little too deep today.
0: it was a good it was a good relationship I think and it's
1: it's something that like we all strive for
0: you know so it hurts yeah. so much
1: oh I know I was just like heaven <sighs> but you know I'm glad it was it ended on a good ending I guess like if there was a good ending it wasn't vibes, like yeah it wasn't like they were fighting at all you know I like that it was just them just doing their job that night and really just being like you know I'm gonna just save this person because they need it yeah yeah definitely the ending
0: oh I wrote wow a perk is nice
1: <laughs> I mean Kennard finally like you know turned around and like I think maybe Shim really wanted that immediate gratification you know, of just, like, being welcomed into the fold right away, but not really understanding the process of, like, earning people's trust and, like, understanding how, like, the firehouse worked. So I'm glad that it worked out in a way for him so that he could also get that moment with Kinnard being like, yeah, love Actually and craft beer. (laughs) I think
0: I also wondered, I forgot if he gave that same advice to him, like, you have to earn it. Respect, but I couldn't he, remember. He
1: said something similar. Yeah. Like there was definitely okay. totally something similar about that. And it makes sense because that's what he learned from Eli. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he knew that Hen needed that. But also, like um the pregnant lady, like coming by and, you know, trying to get a nickname for the baby or the middle name. Middle name. And, yeah. That was just like funny that Chim's like, I guess I need a nickname. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: because Howie's weird. Howard is worse. And then but I sat there the entire time and I was like, Didn't Kevin say her and her baby? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, That felt weird. But I don't know if he was trying to make a joke because he was uncomfortable or if he was like I think serious. He was
1: uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like I definitely felt that because, you know, um he probably hasn't really uh dealt with the feelings of losing Kevin, right? So it was still pretty fresh to him so that's why i was just like yeah but it was it was great honestly just seeing that he was able to get some kind of closure i agree yeah it's good yeah and that side conversation about um kenard and eli being like he's a good paramedic
0: yeah, um, yeah. it was nice to see especially because i don't think we really talked about hen being a paramedic it just said hen was firefighter. i'm sorry i keep comparing them but there are two beacons episodes that i remember and yeah. Bobby's episode? I don't remember if that was a Bobby Begins. I'm sure that
1: was like a Begins episode, too. Okay, yeah.
0: I thought that since they were all talking about, like, their thing and being a firefighter, in that episode he was already a firefighter, so I don't know if they're going to do another one where he, like, becomes a firefighter. Yeah. Don't tell me. No. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> <Well, laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing
1: no. <laughs> Just um, Okay. But... Yeah, and, like, I did, like, that ending when, you know, they were back in, like, the ambulance, you know, but, like, Chimney knew exactly what to do, and he wasn't even scared. Like, everything. Back.
0: He, was, he like, was, like, I'm ready to not have barf on me.
1: Yeah, he was so ready for everything, and I'm just, like, Eli taught him well. Eli definitely taught yeah. him well. Yeah. Ending was great on this one. Minus Kevin awesome. dying. That was the only... Kevin died in the middle, so we can say the ending was great. Yeah, but then back to reality when Chim is actually dying, and I'm just like...
0: I really like that, like, last minute, we're gonna shove something in your face just to remember that life sucks.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just to remember that we're in a dream, and this is really what's happening. Yeah, right? The Christmas episode was great, and
0: they stopped Chim. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um. Or, or sorry no the Christmas episode was great and then they show Maddie during Christmas and then the last episode was
1: I didn't like that I don't like seeing Maddie like having to deal with Doug
0: Yeah. The last episode, I think, was, like, everybody was, like, getting their new start. They were doing good. They were doing well. Maddie's doing amazing. And then Chim gets stabbed. And this one was, like, happy ending for Chim. This was, like, a good starting point. He was learning to cope. And remember, by the way, he's been stabbed and he's
1: still lying on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) See, those are the kind of, like, storylines that I really like in, like, acting in general. You know, because they just, like, take you by surprise and just like yep you're you're done you're done we're just gonna tear at your heartstrings all of them cut them off I like comedy
0: better because I think comedy has a very specific timing but I'm mm. more like I really liked musicals growing up so I really think that there's like a musical quality to good comedy so I enjoy that better um but that's okay. also like a it's acting timing I can say it's just acting in general but it's also like a writing thing so I feel like those okay. two are like more what I understand, versus, like, an acting
1: person. That makes sense. I mean, I was also, like, a musical person growing up. I mean, my first musical was High School Musical. High School Musical.
0: That's a lot of people's first musicals, but then they don't go past that in
1: At least. I mean, I've seen a lot more musicals after that, but that was really the first time I got exposed to what is a musical. Uh, uh, Grapes. Grapes, Grapes.
0: Did you like this episode? I feel like you did.
1: I did. Um, in terms of like acting wise, I give it a ten. Okay. Acting wise, but overall, I think it's like an eight for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you?
0: Um. Oh, we didn't say this at the beginning, by the way. This is this episode was rated at eight point six out of ten on IMDb, which is one of the highest rated episodes guess, that yeah. we've had so far. It's usually like eight point six and eight point seven. I think are the two like highest ratings. I don't think there's any that have passed nine. And I agree. Guys, I agree with IMDB. I don't agree with Cliff. Wow! <laughs> I don't know if I would say it's an 8.6 for me. For me, it was definitely like 7.58, which is pretty much like the that's high. high for, you. The, yeah, that's pretty high for me for a 911 episode. There were some things where I am still like, yeah, it was pretty predictable, but I still sell for it. So, like, I was like more upset with myself than I was with 911 because I was like, gosh, donuts, they did it great. Anyway but it was still like kind of predictable. It can, I can it's going. I have the whole thing with the Asian family grant. That's just me. That's just my like thing on it. And like a lot of conversations I'd have with friends who Korean, friends who are Asian things like that, where we're just like immigrant parents. And like, that was like half my childhood. And then there's like this loving immigrant family. I was, like, yeah. ah, can't take it. Anyway. I mean, it's great. Be a loving family. <laughs> so good. But <laughs> it was like very unrealistic. Again, before everybody comes at me, this is my personal experience and the experience of many people that I've talked to
1: that isn't the same for all families across the board. Everyone has their own story. So no one's story is more important than the other. Just like putting that out there. Everyone has their own experience. So yeah, uh,
0: so many of my opinions are really gonna get me like in so much trouble with this man. Anyway. Um, but I agree that this was like one of the like one of my more favorite episodes of 911. I think it really balanced out a lot of the drama and the comedy, uh, or like mm. the companionship, mentorship that I really appreciated about the show. Even though basically none of the same actors were in it, right? It was basically just Chin and then that like one or two seats. It was with was So good though. Yeah, I think that you you got like a really good like feel-good sense of the story and normally I don't like the fast pacing but in this yeah. episode I was pretty okay with it. I don't know if I watched it like a third time if I would be but well for now I think it was
1: okay. In comparison to every begins episode this is definitely I'd say this is number two. This is definitely number two.
0: Okay we'll have to watch them all just to yeah. and we'll re-rank them but, at
1: some point. Yeah. But as of now it would be Buck, Chim, Eddie. Okay. Head is, like, all the way at the bottom. Does Athena have one? Sort of. And does Bobby like, have one? Bobby definitely has one, but, like, Athena's is, it's not, it's complicated. Because I feel like okay. it's more like you, you learn about her across all the episodes.
0: Oh, like all the Begins episodes?
1: No, no, no. Like, just throughout every single episode, you learn a little bit about Athena. You, it's not like a sole thing that there is Athena. Got you, got you. Yeah. So. It right. sucks, because I would have wanted to see that.
0: Maybe you will. We will have to see. It's still gone going. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And when they finish, we are still going to be recording episodes at this rate. So, uh, it'll be fine. Yeah.
1: Actually, hmm. <laughs>
0: You have
1: something... <laughs> I was like, did you... back everything I just said about Athena because <laughs> I definitely like I've literally watched all the episodes, but I can't remember like the episode names. There is, I, I'm looking at it right now, IMDb 911 Athena Begins. Okay, Sorry. so Meg is not a super fan because she doesn't wow! know this information. Hey, I'm not like all the other super fans that have it listed all the way down. I just go with what I like to see. Okay. Hey,
0: I'll tell you this hey. though. The other day, I'm a super fan of a show that I won't mention, but you can probably guess after a certain point. I'm a fan of a big super fan of this one show, and my roommate was watching it, and I walked over and I was like, I know exactly what episode this is, and I named it off because then he left, uh, and I was like, oh, I need to continue. And I had to go through and was like, I know exactly which episode you stopped at, and I just need to find the next one because I
1: want to keep going. Oh my gosh! Yeah, bro,
0: your super fandomness needs to uh,
1: go up, man. Yeah. Hey, I'm right now currently working on understanding the character. I am. I have literally like tone down the kind of stuff I'm doing I don't excuses 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 wow (laughs) Wow. someone's coming for me today all right bet yeah
0: yeah because you said you study business business my dude (laughs) never never have I studied business what okay I'm so shocked you (laughs) okay on that note thank you so much for tuning in um oh shoot i keep forgetting i'm gonna remember what I'm don't be racist don't be homophobic mm-hmm. be a good person and don't let the porch pirate fight
1: oh and by the way Catherine, you deserve a muffin
0: i really really do
1: you really- <laughs> <laughs> bye guys <laughs> Bye bye
0: 911 Superfan vs. Purest Snow is hosted by Meg and Kat. It's produced by Kat and Meg, and it's edited by Kat. If you'd like to learn more about our show, you can find us online at beacons.ai911 Superfan vs. PAS.
1: You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at 911 Superfan vs. PAS or Twitter, the same handle, minus the U.
0: If you'd like to support our show further, please leave us a positive comment and or like wherever you're tuning in from, or recommend us to a friend. We'd love to have more people join us. New episodes drop every other Tuesday.
1: Well, we appreciate you listening all the way through, and we will see you next time.